Um, yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the um, the podcast. I guess we go by the film snobs. Uh, f- first time, first time caller, second time listener. Um, Ricky here, and we are beginning our new series into Spooktober. Yeah. If you've been listening since the beginning, this might be uh, it's episode one. Kind of strange because we've done this before, and yes, yeah. we have. Javu. We're gonna do it again. Spooktober 2.0. Yeah, if you want to listen, go to episode one. It's pretty great. First season. Um, oh, yeah, we watched House and the House Wailing Two and Ah uh, the Wailing. We watched the Shining. I kind of want to watch those again. What else do we watch? No, I Shining was the for Shining was, was snow for cold. movies. Oh, you're it was it was we, House, The Wailing. Let the right one let in. Let the right one in. Eyes without a face. Eyes without, without a face. face and, and yours. Uh, Mary Kate. You Master know what you picked? <laughs> double double toilet trouble, double, baby. I still could not believe it when you picked that. Still the anchor of our podcast, <laughs> holding down the bottom slot. I do not regret I picked that. That was a fantastic film. It was great. Anchored by the Olsen twins. It was great. Um, drunk. The anyway, movie drunk. movie you were gonna pick, Freaks, is now available on streaming. By the way. Oh, I might have to pick Freaks. Um, but before we get into our movies, I just wanna I just wanna chat with you boys a little bit. So <laughs> um, you know, I want to know what you guys have been Not watching lately. What 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 movies have we been watching lately? Let's start with uh, Ethan. What what did you watch last? What did you watch before that? Before what? Just what did you watch recently? One? Yeah. Um, I watched Venom too. <laughs> okay. Actually, how was it? Um, better than Venom, the first one. Okay. I think that the tone of the first one was was hard to manage for me because it starts off kind of like a almost like you know horror drama then it becomes a buddy comedy so with this one they really really lean to the buddy comedy elements mm. so it feels really campy and silly so that's kind of what the it tra- was the trailer did look campy so i liked it for what it was how was woody um, I mean, he was okay. He was very much like over the top, so it felt very one-dimensional. I heard about Buzz. <laughs> you did a wow. Toy Story reference. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Woody Andy Circus directed was, it. Was <laughs> what? What? Speaking of Andy Circus, of what? Of we've watched recently. Last night, I watched with Lexi uh, because she's moving. I let her pick the movie for the very first time. <laughs> Thirteen going on thirty, starring Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Andy Serkis plays the head of a fashion magazine, Poise, and it was, you know, what you'd expect. It wasn't great, but I had a good time. <laughs> and then um, uh, we also watched recently Bride and Prejudice, which is the Bollywood version of I Pride saw and you. Prejudice. Uh, it's on well, Amazon Prime streaming s- right now, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's a hoot. <laughs> I saw that on your letterbox, I and I died, dude. Compares to Joe Wright's version at all, it's nowhere near that good, but it's pretty fun. <laughs> Worth a watch? Uh, worth a watch with your lady friend, I would say. Maybe by yourself wouldn't be worth your time. <laughs> if we don't, if we don't do a season on Bollywood, I'm uh, going to boycott that. Oh gosh! Okay, this podcast is over. <laughs> wow. Um, last movie I watched was uh, No Time to Die Bond movie. I saw it with Jared and Ethan and Caleb and a bunch of other Who's people. Who's dead to us, by the way? Huh? Caleb's dead to us, by the way. Oh, yeah. Caleb's not on the pod today. I don't think he's dead to me. I think he's at a church function, and I respect him for his decision. I don't. <laughs> I, just, I just wish she would, like, focus on being the church instead of going to church, Ooh. you know? Yeah, I guess that would... 
Ethan's laughing, no, the just calling out his bro. Assembly. I mean, there's a lot of ways we could break this down. But yeah. I'm, anyway, that was a good movie. I really, we really, might do, really, really. We might really, do a minisode on No Time to Die because those of us who saw it, who wasn't Ricky, who's dead to us, we thought it was great. Fireside chat. <laughs> Wait, so who's dead to us now? Ricky no, or nobody. <laughs> Wait, is anyone who's dead? Nobody's dead. Well, I was gonna say I just watched Lamb with Ethan also. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and it was it was just okay. I was a little disappointed. Okay. Trailer kind of hyped it up for me, like it was gonna be this kind of surreal nightmare comedy thing, and it was very much not that. It was kind of like a little family story with just a, a lamb as a child, and it was fine. It was what was just okay. Two, three. Would you rate? Oh, well, I get it's a, What was just okay? You said just it was gave just me okay. numbers. Yeah, it was, I gave it a three out oh, cool. of five. So cool. again, it was it was pretty. I mean, it kind of rode the line of like maybe three and a half, but yeah, um, yeah. It just felt like they're kind of trying to like cushion it out to even get an hour and a half runtime. It felt like like they were just kind of struggling to really. It wasn't ninety minutes. No, no I'm was, just saying like it, it was felt like, like they had to work to oh. get. Oh, yeah, like they could have said what they, they did in forty five minutes. Yeah, okay, it was just kind of. It felt to me like they were struggling to really like flesh out that concept. Right. Yeah, Stalker should have been an hour and a half. Am I right? A little different. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> Take that mic away from Jared. <laughs> um, but cool. All right. Well, I was glad to hear about what you guys have been watching. Um, what we watched tonight. That was a great question, by the way. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good more. question. Thanks for catching up with us. Glad, glad to hear. Um, but Those tonight we watched what might be the best of all those things we just Oof. talked about, Oof. which was Over the Garden Wall, mm. a mini series that Cartoon Network made, I guess, or sponsored, released, showed. It was on Cartoon Network. And it is right. 10 parts, mm-hmm. about 10 minutes a piece to make a complete mini series, which is about the length of a film. Yep. So that's why we watched it. Um, it was directed by Nate Cash. Nate Cash, no way. What's he done? Do you know him? Yeah. What, what else was he yeah, done? Yeah, he's Johnny Cash's great nephew, and he actually wrote Ring of Fire for Johnny Cash. And he was actually adopted, so it's kind of weird. I thought he was a dog. Wow. And he's actually named after Nate from Ted Lasso. That's right. Okay. Yeah, they're so insightful. Bastard. Well, that's funny. It's all he's done. It's funny because um, Ted Lasso is actually in this sh- this this movie. Ted Lasso. That's the other thing I watched recently. The finale of Ted Lasso. Gosh, people. Very good. Watch Ted Lasso. Ricky, you should watch it. <laughs> um, Maybe I will. No, Nate Cash. This is the only thing Nate Cash has done. <laughs> I don't think that. I think he's done other cartoons and stuff. Um, oh, th- movie. Oh yeah, I mean this I'm on Letterbox, not IMDb. Movie, sorry. So, um, but yeah, so it's I would say is one of my favorite animated films. If we're going to qualify it as a film, I think it is just incredibly funny. One of the funniest things I've ever seen, and it is also kind of creepy and spooky. And it's I think so it creepy hits, in some places. Yes, and it, it. I think it's like that perfect sense of humor for me, which is really random and strange and out there and you don't expect it. And Greg's the best. And Caleb just got here, but we don't really care about that. So I'm going to keep talking. Do Um, do so, do so. Yes. Yeah. So can you, can you stop talking in my ear? Caleb has just arrived. I'm sorry. Caleb has arrived with, it looks like a super eight camera that he said he just bought from someone on Facebook marketplace for 25 bucks because her, her husband died and it looks, blind. you, it looks so cool. 
What what's the model on that? Could you come over and give no? Come over, come over. Speaking to the microphone. Speaking of robbing old uh, women blind, uh, yes, Canon there were many old women in this movie. 10, and Greg does rob one. Uh, of them I bought it for twenty five dollars. The end and of the, they the sell show. Actually, one of them was a man who was sleeping under a so, tuba. Yeah. And when he fell asleep, Greg says, good, he's asleep. Let's take his stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I just cracked up, dude. I couldn't stop laughing. Greg's a mad lad. (laughs) Greg's Um, a mad lad. Anyway, that's what I was saying. Even though it is very funny and creepy, it also, I think, uh, really delves into um, our existence a bit and says a lot of meaningful stuff. Mm. And we'll get into it. Yeah, let's get into that um, I'll stop talking. Uh, we'd love to hear you guys' first impressions, starting with um, Ethan, with the chip freshly in his mouth. I just wanted to keep the same circle I, I started earlier, but um, yeah, you know, you could you could popcorn to someone one. else if you want to keep chewing. I've got popcorn because you're chewing really slow, dude. I ate some good. Garrett <clears throat> straight from Chicago. Garrett's popcorn. popcorn. I don't know who Garrett is. The wow. cheese and caramel popcorn from Chicago. I didn't say I don't know what the popcorn is. I said I didn't know who Garrett was. Good grief, Jared. You you surprised me. Okay. Um, I thought it was delightful. This is my re- first rewatch. Mm-hmm. I first watched, uh, I think, Halloween 2019, actually. I had a friend, um, David Malum. Shout out if you're listening to this. Love you. Miss you. But we watched it at his place because he, he was a big fan. And I think the first time you're just kind of thrown into it. Oh yeah. And you don't really understand why, why they're wearing what they're wearing. Like, are they real people? Are they gnomes? Are they, but by the end, all that gets kind of figured out. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's delightful and yeah, just really funny, kind of creepy. The kid, Greg is the best part. Oh my God. He's great. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Warp is, uh, played by Elijah Wood. And he's super cool, too, in this. Um, but, yeah, hands down, Greg is just so funny. I mean, ain't that the way? Ain't that the <laughs> ain't way, that dude? Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? God, just, like, so many moments. I mean, I just we just shared, like, a really funny moment where Greg tries to steal an old man's stuff, and then they actually do. And it sounds malicious, but they use the, uh, oh, no, make more noise. Well, don't point your mic. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Greg's great, and... Um, <laughs> No, I agree. I agree with... I, I don't know if this has been said, but this is like the perfect autumn movie and it's spooky and like, yes, it's a cartoon, but there are like... The first time I watched this, there were parts of this that like creeped me out and I legitimately had like some nightmares about over the wall. Oh, yeah. Not like I peed my bed. Like I Worse. thought about it afterwards. I thought about it pants instead okay that's true that's true we're gonna have to bleep a lot in this podcast yeah i'm clever you're the editor so i am the editor yeah no i i loved it uh rewatch was so so good um god that last episode is so good it is very good i I forget how like it's not just a wrap-up episode but it's like it actually has like a lot of meaning so yeah really loved it kill i had not watched this tv show before um movie but we are watching it i guess as a movie tonight (laughs) miniseries miniseries so funny greg was hilarious so many parts uh i actually watched at my desk at work today i had it in another window and was just like looking over watching it but oh so so many you didn't really like fully pay attention to it then so many lol (laughs) moments do do your employers know that you uh watch movies while you work or just this one i'll make sure to tag the navigators in this next (laughs) (laughs) 
tag them. Tag their Instagram. Honestly, I was probably more productive today than I've been uh, a lot of days. That's true. You're not very productive. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying you really didn't watch this movie? I did watch it, about. and I thought it was Reaper. hilarious. Uh, are, are we going into just like f- initial just initial thoughts? Initial. I thought it was great. I thought um, you know they go on this this journey, learn a bit about themselves, uh, a bit about each other. Uh, I love the animation was great. Give me the spooky Halloween vibes, just with the kind of uh, gray taupe color palettes. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. Taupe. Um, Shout out Blake Tope. Peyton really fun. It reminded me of like an Adventure Time because you know it's Cartoon Network or Clarence. If you guys ever watched that, um, just kind of the goofy humor in it. But um, soup. Yeah, some scary moments. Um, Nick but, Cash has done Adventure Time TV series from 2010 to 2010. Eric says Nick okay. Cash. He didn't do it, Adventure but he was Time. one of the like I think one but of the writers. Re- reminded me of that that goofy, okay. really random humor. I thought was really funny. A little bit goofy goo. Yo, what's up, snobbies? It's been a bit. It's been a week. Um, I'd like to say that I want to give a shout out to Colin Mays, who was on our Do the Right Thing episode. I missed a majority of this film tonight because I had to pick him up because he had a meniscus tear in his knee and he needs someone to pick him up from surgery. So I was the man tonight. And he told me on the drive back to our house that... Uh, where he is staying tonight. He told me that he is all caught up on all the Film Snobs episodes. So no, he's Mays, not. We thank you for your listens. He said his favorite recent episode has been Hook, believe it or not. Hey, him and Jeremiah Harris have to duke it out for best uh, yeah, they both listen fan to of the pod. No, I'm see- like, they might be the only two. I didn't know Kayla K- or um, two people that Colin, Colin yeah, watched Colin listens to everyone. Does too. She does also? She texted me today, where's the new episode? I, uh, hey, don't worry about it. You got it on. I got it on. Today. I got it on. It was That's a little, two um, strikes, though. So a little, just, <laughs> we're watching. Oh, I'm way we're past we're two watching strikes. Eric, way past and I, strikes. Eric and I started over the garden wall a little over a year ago, near when COVID started. Um, and I remember we went with John Frank and played football in the park and then came back and watched the first couple episodes of Over the Garden Wall. That was And phenomenal. we just had a great time. Good old turkey bowl. Good old turkey bowl practice. And I think on this rewatch where I only watched like the last half of the eighth and then the ninth and tenth uh, episodes, I was like, this is even better than I thought. It's the animation's so good. It's so funny. Um, mm-hmm. The design's really well. I love the fairy tale folk tale thing. I'm a big fan of on- anthology stuff when it's done well, like Ballad of Buster Scruggs would oh, be a yeah. good example of that, where it's very episodic, yet it has a, a full whole in a way that doesn't seem cheesy tv but it feels like a a one grand vision Mm. um and yeah on the rewatch of just a little bit i was like this is probably one of my favorite 20 animated movies i've ever seen it's everyone needs to go out there and watch it it's the perfect autumnal october movie to watch it gets you in the season and i think and um we were also talking about i just love things the older i get that because I'm so old, that are just wholesome and clean and like kids mm. can watch. And and uh, even though it's got a little spooky vibe, I'd have no problem showing kids this. Yep. And I just love things that can be funny without sacrificing, yeah, any characters. Kind of, yeah. Like uh, to death. Or yeah. just <laughs> taking the easy way out on comedy. It, it's almost <coughs> like this is funnier because it is clean. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I downloaded this in like 2014 when it came out. Because a friend recommended it to me, yeah, and didn't watch it until I watched it with you, yeah, and just forgot how long this has actually been out. 
like that this has actually been a thing um and it's very highly rated and yeah i mean i'm just i'm just glad i'm just glad i got to got to experience it yeah so first impressions everyone go watch it uh this fall that's what i say yep spooky pumpkin heads spooky cartoon that ghost spooky that's that's a callback to our first episode the beast spooky debatable Cool. Um, it's wow. a woodsman super spooky. That's a rock. That's super, a rock fact. Yeah, that woodsman was super spooky, guys. Speaking of rock facts, I want to know what each of your favorite <laughs> rock facts. <laughs> Did you know a blue whale is the size of uh, 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 a double decker bus? I think it's a lot bigger. That's than a rock that. fact. Did you know that dinosaurs' ears were huge? That was mine. But everyone forgot about them because they have no bones. It's good. That was a good one because I legitimately was like. <laughs> Wait, that could be true, I guess. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's, but it's, but it's not. It's a, it's a rock. Did fact. you know if you soak a raisin in grape juice, it becomes a, a grape? It's a rock thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what was the very last one? It was kind of sad and touching. We all live and die alone? We all live. Is that what it was? It? No, I think it was that like he whole... stole the rock from old lady Daniels. Yeah, he stole the rock and he's like, and that's a rock fact. Right. If she's like, I'm a stealer. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, Greg gets that he's a sinner. I love this. Oh, but he laid down his life for his friend. Greater love has Brother. no man than this. Greater love has no man than this. That he laid down his life for his friend. Anyway. I guess those are our favorite rock facts, Ricky. That's good. Okay. Yeah, cool. dude. Well, um. Which, which was a rock that he found with a face painted on it. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. So, um, okay, well, well I want to ask one other favorite question, but I want to know what your guys' favorite episode is. Yes. Just tell me why. That's what I hoped What's your was the next. favorite episode? Favorite episode of the 10. I got mine. There's 10 different choices. Should I start? Go ahead. They're all Go great. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, do we have to know the name of it or just describe it? Describe it. Um, it was the one, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up anyway. All right. It was, uh, Ring of the Bell. Ooh, so old, old, yeah. old, uh, anti whisper, anti whispers. Oh I mean, when I saw that one, I was one. completely creeped out. It might be the spookiest. Well, the rewatch Probably, wasn't yeah. as spooky because you know the reveals, but like the first time I watched it, I was like, "This is real weird, real, real weird," and it to date it was the weirdest one since the beast put his head through the wheelbarrow and he said you have beautiful eyes <laughs> that was uh that was a really spooky moment as well but yeah yes caleb's got his i liked when they went to uncle endicott's house unky endicott that was also a little spooky that was a little spooky in the mansion i just thought I liked <laughs> they didn't they were pretending he was their uncle and he was like just nephew yeah, you're yeah, there he was their uncle and they were his nephews and they were just Greg was like on top of his head and they're like just running around the mansion I was just thought that was so funny and then the uh, Fred the horse <laughs> oh, Fred. just I, I laughed so much because uh, Beatrice is like let's steal from him <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Wurt's like we can't steal from him like we, the horse doesn't want to steal like he can't even think he, straight. yeah no no he's like the horse uh he's a talking horse he can do what he wants and the horse is like i want to steal <laughs> <laughs> i just i thought that was so funny and that voice actor uh was just on an episode of seinfeld i watched no way yeah oh i know that voice actor yeah, yeah. he's in other stuff he's the guy in dumb and dumber get off the phone guy yeah 
Oh, uh, Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> the horse also has like uh, he's like looking at something he wants to steal, and his eyes are like these giant like red jewels. Like mm-hmm. he wants. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great moment too. <laughs> that was like a moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, I liked that episode. I thought it was funny. And a big twist reveal in that one. Right. What did you What did you think of the ending of the whole thing of that episode of that episode when like the. Greg throws the pennies in the. Oh yeah, because I've that kind of. I thought there was going to be a turning point in that where yeah, it was. He like, doesn't. He doesn't have any sense. He has no sense. I thought Greg was going to turn bad. Mm. He didn't. Thankfully. Or did he? <gasps> or wasn't he already? I probably like the one uh, where they go see Adelaide and they they're on the boat with all the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> That was just fun. Oh, yes. That, and yeah. when the frogs start singing, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, this frog singing, and <laughs> he gets a record contract. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it's good. Good one. I think I was telling, I think that's why you were in the bathroom um, before yeah. we started, but I think that, like, this whole, ep- the whole show is hilarious, but yeah. that episode has, like, the most jokes per second, where just, like, that <laughs> boat, like, every image is layered with, like, three different jokes in it, and it's just, it's just perfect. Then they so all good. jump in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get to their destination, lovely. and just, they yeah. go into hibernate in the mud <laughs> in their fancy clothes. Yeah. Oh, love that. Oh, that was good. Yeah, for pure comedy, I'm kind of with Ethan with the frog boat. It's so funny. There's so <laughs> many funny moments. Um, let's throw a different one in here. Which one should I pick? I really liked, like, the first one sets up really well. I think the first two episodes do a really good job. They do. Because the first episode, it, it throws you into it without making you upset that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it and it gets a spooky vibe with the, the lantern, which has the comeback at the end and i just love those pumpkin people man oh i would hang out in that pumpkin village those pumpkin they're people. funky bunch yeah pottsfield Pot- pottersville or yeah Enoch. it's got a bit of a like creepy culty vibe <coughs> yeah. but also like a happy village creepy cult kind of amish. amish um and it just sets you up for what's <laughs> to come you're like oh, okay so this is changing every time i like this right right I also think it wraps up well too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ricky, yeah. Ricky, do you I have a favorite? Uh, I'd probably pick the frog boat, and <laughs> yeah. then I think it also like it has that nice kind of twist ending there when they go see um, what's her face, uh, Adelaide, Adelaide of the wood. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, oh, she dies. <laughs> she and that is just incredible. Die, dude. <laughs> so I thought it was a great. <laughs> bit later whenever aunt whispers tell them don't go see my sister adelaide yeah. <laughs> and they're like oh she did. <laughs> i forgot i should have mentioned episode three because that's for potatoes and molasses oh, potatoes, potatoes and, and molasses if you want any just come in ask us eric play potatoes and molasses by uh greg i will it slaps <laughs> by greg <laughs> potatoes and molasses If you want some, oh, just ask us They're warm and soft like puppies and socks Filled with cream and candy rocks Oh, potatoes and molasses I think episode 9 was really great, too Oh, the real world the, Where it just kind of sets up and kind of that reveal of that 
I think that was really big picture, really fun too. It, it, it also was fun. It, it also has maybe the best joke of the whole show. Which one? Um, it's the one where Greg is leaving old lady Daniel's house. Oh, that's the funniest joke. <laughs> it's so young, young, young man, young boy. Yeah, she's, she's like, like she's like, don't call me old lady. Don't call me an old lady. And he says, yes, sir, young man. Yes, yes sir, young man. <laughs> That was really good, but just so good. Bit. It also had the joke where he's like, Jason Funderburger is trying to hold um, Sarah's hand, and oh, she's yeah. like, like, "Why are you holding my hand for so long?" And there's some girl next to him, who's like, "You can hold my hand if you want. I don't mind. You can hold my hand. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, that's how she said. You can hold my hand. I don't care." <laughs> I think, I think, like, okay, so yes, there's like a part of the the miniseries where, like, for the entire thing up until episode nine, you don't entirely know why they're dressed the way that they are because they just are in this world and episode nine sets up how they got there and i just thought one of the cutest things about that was like i won't say why i'll say it well i don't know if it's necessary like in that episode we find out why greg is dressed the way he is and he says what he's supposed to be and i'm like that's just the cutest thing ever and like for the whole miniseries you're just like why the heck does he have a teapot on his on his head my first watch it was um, it was so cute i I don't know what you guys think of this my first watch the real world reveal yeah was a bit of a bummer to me oh really because i like the mm. fairy tale folk tale thing sure. right you want to um, stay in that world i wanted to stay in that world right but knowing that it was coming made it uh better for me mm. I, but when I, I didn't know it was coming i was kind of like oh man dang it yeah i'd agree with that because i think a lot of things like cop hour they feel like that they need to like explain everything away and so that was kind of a bummer initially but i think it yeah i think it works i think it's fine like yeah. now that i've seen it it doesn't bother me it doesn't linger none of no. none of the things I, in this miniseries I, I think linger. it works because even though it's a flashback it really moves the characters themes forward yeah so when they get to the last episode it really and the, it really it's really satisfying i think that ending would be like kind of rough if that was like it just ended in the kind of supernatural <laughs> side of everything like without that return like i think that would i don't know if that would have the same meaning anymore yeah it's like it needed to be there for what they're trying to accomplish so shame on me shame on you wow wow okay wow um well i would also i so i said the bow one i do think that episode eight is incredible for you Oh, sorry. Oh, talking. I'm sorry. Do you guys Ethan want a side conversation? Ethan was reassuring me that I don't have to feel shame over not liking it the first time. I'm used to being interrupted. You when I'm the host. <laughs> I know. It's shameful. What are you talking oh, about? You do plenty of interrupting, Ricky. Name 15 times I've interrupted. Really? Yeah. I'll, Let me just I'll, pull out my notes. I'll, I'll, I'll probably... Yeah. All the time. Ricky, I'll probably edit it in if you want me to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck finding it. Okay. You just wanted Caleb. that to explode in my face. <laughs> This is uh, beer review number three. <laughs> Stop! No, horse banquet. Got really Stop. inappropriate. <laughs> if we want to talk about really inappropriate things, can we talk about how Sarah was doing whiteface in this in this uh, nine, oh, ninth yeah. episode? Maybe I don't pale. think. <laughs> yeah, maybe she, she painted her face white. That's <laughs> that wasn't too inappropriate. It wasn't. I'm just. I'm just making controversy where it doesn't belong. Let's keep this. Let's keep this yeah, conversation right. on. Sarah's black. Right. All right, Sarah's guys. Black. I'm gonna t- retake control of this conversation. No, Ricky so was talking. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. All right, Ricky, go ahead, so, speak. So, episode eight. I really like the dream sequence of of Greg, um, and we get we get to see his mind in a <laughs> finer about detail. That. 
and it is just wonderful. Another one of the best jokes of the whole series where there's the welcoming committees. And we get one, two, <laughs> and good. three, Dude, and then I four died. is just... I died. <laughs> I died. <laughs> Storm cloudy face, and you got to be there for it and watch the show. It's, it's great. Just, yeah, it's, but it's, it's definitely worth angry. watching. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, the whole the whole trip is is wonderful, and then it just ends on like the darkest, most sinister note, and it just hits really hard, and it's very kind of a yeah, I won't, but it was it's very like somber and like definitely, um, I think hits some some of the messages trying to go into, and so with that, would be interested to to know what you guys got out of this, what you guys kind of what resonated with you what you guys think it might be saying what yeah well i love this st- when the storm clouds rolled in <laughs> and started singing the storm cloud song they were like it's a good song marching in i thought that was really funny but i think that dream sequence was important for greg because you have the two characters of wirt and greg they're kind of and beatrice i guess but sticking with wirt and greg greg they have like their two journeys that they're going on uh Wirt's really trying, I think, just to grow in, like, he's a really anxious guy and uh, self-conscious and really in his head. Even we see when we go in the flashback uh, and how they got there in episode nine, like, he's all in his head, I feel like, thinking, like, oh, everyone thinks I'm a loser, like, you know, thinking he's, like, beneath everyone, but everyone seems to really like him. So it's all kind of, like, in his head that he's, like this like i don't know really anxious person like i feel like he's his own worst enemy a bit so he's growing in that regard but i think greg's growing a little bit in his um awareness for others he's a little uh oblivious to everything and just kind of flying by the seat of the pants which is endearing but also i think learning to care for others and in that dream sequence after that is when he decides to correct me if i'm wrong but give himself right uh, like, uh, like not sacrifice himself but. Kind, I mean yeah kind of like take me in place of my brother so right. he can not be prey to the beast mm-hmm. so I think they're both kind of going on two different journeys there and Greg's big one is learning to uh, think of others more um, and I think that dream sequence kind of I'll bounce solidified that. off of that think of others more because I think that's what a lot of the characters are having to deal with because we get Wirt who's um, it, they're they're treating others poorly in the name of helping out people they love, right? So, Wirt is kind of freaking out and being anxious and treating everybody bad, including uh, his brother, who he's kind of trying to help get out of the woods. Um, he's treating them bad because he so badly wants to get them out of the woods. And then you got, like, the guy at the beginning, the woodsman, and he's cutting down all these trees which mm-hmm. I won't spoil what they are, but he's mm-hmm. doing that in the name of keeping his daughter's light alive inside this lantern. So he's so concerned with her that he's willing to harm all these other things. Then you got Beatrice, the bluebird, mm-hmm. who's knowingly <coughs> leading some people to a bad place because she loves her family so much that she wants to help them. And what they all have to figure out is that just because you love someone so much, that doesn't mean you can harm other people or hurt them just to get the ones you love what uh what they need or what they want mm, mm. and i'm sure there's more characters that do that except the three that except uh when greg um sees an old man sleeping under a tuba and says all right he's asleep 
let's steal his stuff <laughs> and then he wakes up with nothing and he's like oh no it's been stolen who would do such a thing and he goes through there and they're all playing a benefit concert to raise money for the school and i was like that's dope they stole my they stole his things so that they can make money and uh, help him out but they still did the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah still did the wrong thing yeah right greg, i mean and greg at the end that's what that was his big confession at the end he's like i'm a stealer that's mm-hmm. not i stole this rock right because it's still the the act that he's doing is still selfish mm-hmm. even though he's halfway there because he did it to do it for someone else yeah but you still don't do that and yeah and yeah like where he's trying to get his brother out alive right and he's just like i didn't even treat him good while they're like he won't be any good if you're dead he's like i wasn't any good to him while i was alive either mm-hmm. Ooh, yep mm-hmm. mm. i appreciated with the three um greg Wirt, and uh beatrice that they they both they, they all kind of saw one another as expendable mm-hmm. but then they got to know one another and it just they just couldn't go through with abandoning one another in the end um and I really appreciate that because some, on some level, I think pe- people are expendable until you know them because then if you never know them, then it's like, who cares? But the fact that they started to understand each other and know each other and you see them kind of start to be like, oh, like, wait, you were human? And oh, wow, I had no idea. And, and then even um, Beatrice's realization that like, <laughs> you know, because kind of the running joke is that word is like a pushover, useless, not worth anything. Mm-hmm. But then she realized there's a lot to this guy and she just, she even accidentally leads them to Adelaide. She like tries to go by herself, but they follow her because they like <laughs> don't want to abandon her. And so I really appreciate that kind of dynamic right. that they had. Ricky, what about you? So this time, this is my second time watching this. Don't know if I've said that. Um, before watching it, Jared sent me this article. Um, yeah, I found it today. He sent me this article and it was basically making the claim that this show, um, has a lot of parallels to Dante's Inferno. And I had been reading this recently, so I found it interesting. And reading the article, I think they made a lot of just kind of like surface level comparisons of like Beatrice is the bird and Beatrice is like the girl that's like leading Dante through heaven. Um, or like they're going through like the river here and it's like the river sticks and it's like and it all kind of lines up in each of the different episodes is like a layer of hell kind of deal uh on like the sin that they're covering and i think that all checks out but i thought when i actually watched it it felt a little deeper when it came back to like the beast himself and stuff and if you were to see that as like satan and like confronting him at like the the bottom of hell there in the the cold winter um and just kind of them talking about him like basically distorting everyone's like desires and hopes into something like selfish to fuel his own like darkness and basically like keep everyone against each other and stuff and i just thought it was like i don't know i hit this like interesting i think like kind of spiritual note that like th- that original work that it's pulling from actually kind of hits in a way but it's still its own thing it's saying at the same time so i, I thought it was really cool yeah it's the subtleness of the beast right it's like um uh giving is a good thing but when you take from people out of greed it's a distortion of that thing or love is a good thing but when it turns into an unhealthy lust like with the teacher then it turns into a bad thing a uh, gluttony in the tavern mm-hmm. where like food's a good thing feasting's a good thing but when you but the beast is Woo! somehow able to distort people's view of things and twist it so that it becomes yeah harmful to other people around them so 
I'm with you. I think it does the Inferno thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting too. Where like even like some like the horse, if you were to say like he's he's like greedy, right? And mm-hmm. he stays at the in the greed layer. They leave him behind with yeah. the greedy guy. Um, and so he like leaves there on his on like at that point in the journey, um, and yeah, I don't know. You you guys mentioned it like with Greg and his kind of like. I don't know if you consider that greed, whatever. I don't know. I yeah, feel like I they all kind of overlap, so. but yeah. uh, he doesn't get left there. So I don't know if that checks out, but. And like the woodsman who thinks he's keeping his daughter alive, but he's just been deceived by the beast that that lantern would do that. Yeah. It's like, no, actually your daughter is alive. And all you're doing by hurting all these other things is feeding the beast. Mm-hmm. Pretty tricky beast. Pretty tricky beast. <laughs> Pretty tricky beast. Hey, Austin Pete Johnson, what are you drinking there, buddy? You always come down. Austin's giving us a visit like he always does. Looks like he's got a Lipton. Strawberry mint. Strawberry mm. mint. How is Young Life? Good. This is from one of the Young Life moms. Thanks, Young Life mom. Is Thanks, Bella in moms. a room, by the way? Okay. Yeah. Austin called me and asked me to do it when I was podcast. in podcast. Is that why you just thank that mom? <laughs> um, <laughs> did anyone have any other thoughts on well, the Well, based off that, I saw a comment... Uh, someone had made uh, when i was looking stuff up for this um someone said and maybe you guys would agree i don't know i haven't read um dante's inferno or uh, you guys know what yankee dumb is i haven't read that oh yankee doodle dandy starring james cagney (laughs) no but someone said this is like if oh brother where art thou and dante's inferno had a baby with yankee dumb um i have no idea oh that's that's what just what they call people who follow like are fans of the new york yankees Yankee oh okay Dem. actually yeah everyone had a jeter jersey on in this movie George and i didn't realize um i don't know so i i was gonna ask you guys if you guys i mean we all know it will brother ricky Arthur, knows inferno better than any of us Dante's inferno, so <laughs> when I, you bringing that up made me think oh maybe this person was right I'm not an expert. I, oh, bro, I don't know the other one. Uh, oh, other bro, uh, yeah, oh, brother, bro, that's, that's like the, the Odyssey. That's, yeah, it's the Odyssey, that's right? Odyssey, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Odyssey. That yeah. And that's pretty episodic Dante's too. Inferno, I guess, because they're going into different. Yeah, it's like well, every episode is almost like a different level of hell. Yeah, okay. yeah and like Beatrice is the main character. There's a bunch of characters that line up. I don't know if the Beatrice thing like really connects though, but I, I think it's like a nod. Um, but it also there's like the little nod too, where like Wirt likes poetry and like yeah. Dante was a poet and the whole thing's a poem. Oh, okay. Um, so just I think it's like it's kind of just like alluding to this thing, and I think it's pulling from it more on like that thematic stuff a bit and like using that structure for it. it, it I, still, I still think it's doing something different. Yeah, it's like using the structure without matching it beat for beat. The beast yeah. could be still like doing its own thing. Satan in the final level. And it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, and that's why like, that's like the winter section and like in Dante's Inferno, it's supposed to be like icy and cold there. Oh, so. and there's people heads sticking up out of the ice. No, that didn't happen in that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I got Garrett's popcorn from Chicago. You were in Chicago. Uh, no, Sija was. So, Sija. um, he got me Garrett's popcorn. See, so I had some. It was really good. Cool. Yeah. But yes, my heart was affected. My heart was I affected. Austin would have loved this. I'd rewatch so, it with you, Austin. Richard? Okay. Yeah. So, speaking of over to the garden wall, what, what do we think the garden wall is? And what does it mean to go over it? I think it's the actual wall. Based I think off episode nine. I think it's like the movie Stardust, where like you go past the brick wall and you're in another world. So that's that's that. All right, that's yeah. a wrap.
And that's a wrap. I think the garden wall is us. Once we're able to get over ourselves, then we can really go on a true journey and explore who you know, we let, really are. Let's break this down, right? Gardens are something God, that, that <laughs> gardens are something that are grown, right? And walls are something that are built. So how can you go over something that it, you are growing and building yourself at the same time. How do yeah. those two things like link up and how do you get over that, you know? How how can something be grown and built at the same time? I don't know. Really what I don't what I don't know is what you just said. <laughs> like, you know, if a plant and a brick combined, that's a garden wall, you know what I mean? And like one's green, one's could be brown, could be gray, it depends. How do you get over that? Mm. I'm I'm still not over it. Mm. Like personally, why are you squinting your eyes when you're talking? <laughs> that I think he hit it perfect there. Oh, okay, um, that's, that's so good. <laughs> that was exactly that's, what you were. That's like the best. I think <laughs> we should just stop analyzing things because I think we peaked. That's probably peak film snob, and you know what? That's a, that was the first time. That's never happened. Dude, that's a rock fact. No, hey guys, that's even. a garden wall. <laughs> we're over it. <laughs> um, we, we've thought more deeply about this than anyone. Speaking else. of deep thoughts, what's your guys' favorite name for the frog? George Washington. <laughs> Greg <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Greg Jr. That wasn't that his last one? His last one, I think. Towards the end, yeah. yeah. That was great. I'm looking up a list. You're looking up a list? Yeah. Uh Ricky, what was your Kitty was uh, fun. Kitty's good. Kitty was great. Of the actual names, Dr. Cucumbers maybe my favorite. <laughs> that <laughs> was it. That was the one name. in the hospital, Dr. Cucumber. But my favorite name that he mentions, although it's when he's listing names that he shouldn't be, it's yeah. Albert Salami. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's like listing names and he's like, now those are all bad names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I like I like Dr. Cucumber, but I think I just like the the plain old Skipper. Skipper? I think Skipper is a good name for a rock. I don't remember I like uh, the, the Jason Funderburker. Funderburker? Jason Funderburker. Funderburker. I like that one. Coolest guy ever. The coolest guy. I like, they kind of subverted that, you know, he shows up to a football game and like, you're like, oh, it's going to be this popular guy with this cheerleader, but it's just some nerd (laughs) with this other just normal (laughs) girl. And it's like, that's the guy he's like so worried about. Uh, I thought that was really funny. I like that the jock dude too, when like, like defended her, even though she was like the not cool, like watch out. There's some creepy guys out there tonight. so that was cool too. No, I, I I think that just speaks to like Wart's like insecurities and Bert. like like his self identity is just like it was so strongly against himself that even someone who we would consider not in his league is like competing for that attention and someone who's better than him. But that's how he sees himself, and it was like so strong. Yeah. It reminded me of you guys ever watch Meet the Robinsons? Yes, I really I, like Meet the Robinsons. Uh, but it's going back on like the 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 villain's uh, backstory, uh, and he you know he's given that whole backstory, and he was goob the whole time, and and he's like he he's doing this voiceover, and it shows him when he was a kid, and people are like, hey goob, how you doing? Hey goob, cool binder, and the voiceover is like, they all hated me. It's like no, they didn't, but just in his head. In his head, he just he couldn't get out of his own head that like he was actually a perfectly normal, cool guy, and people liked him, but just yeah. couldn't get over that. I don't know his own interesting his own garden resonates so deeply with that theme. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I feel like I don't know word. Oh, kind of like Nate from Ted Lasso when he spits at himself in the mirror. I don't do that. 
I thought didn't I walked in in the office bathroom when you were merely a coincidence. Didn't you just, I did it. I was trying to clean it. It's called oh, a spit shine. Right. No. Right. No. He's done that at our house too because sometimes at the like he can see his reflection off the sliding glass window and I've come up and see him spit at. Well, uh, spit at it. Um, now that I think about it, he didn't wipe that one off though, and he didn't see me, so maybe my, he wasn't. My. I don't think Caleb can comprehend reflections, like dogs. My hair is not graying. It's perfectly brown. Is your hair graying? Dude, you're No, old. no, yeah, no. Congrats, man. Crown of wisdom. I got a new coaching job. Not going to say for who. <laughs> West Ham? <laughs> no. <laughs> West Ham United. Bend it like Beckham, baby. Um, Kira Knightley. Hashtag Kira Knightley. Bend it like Beckham. Let's go. Not not names, but other fun sayings that I just wrote down because they were great is, he spit up that turtle and now he's my best friend. <laughs> And here to burgle your turrets. <laughs> We're here to burgle your turrets. <laughs> that was my favorite. Oh, Banana nut duck bread. <laughs> Banana nut duck bread. Banana nut Banana nut duck bread. <laughs> Which I had some banana nut bread today. Mine was definitely when the wolf was. I've already said this, but the wolf was going into the barrel, and it's the creepiest, most terrifying shot. And. <laughs> And Greg just looks up at him. He's like, "You have beautiful eyes." <laughs> <laughs> they're all like rainbow eyes, and it's just oh. like, "Oh god!" Should we I talk forgot. about the music at some point? I forgot about the episode where the most music is. That's great, but the best part of that episode is when they go hunting for old cat. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I found one. I found oh. another one. Oh wait, that one's too maybe too old. old. <laughs> and it's got a cane and reading glasses. <laughs> Bad Jay, what do you want to say about the music? The music is so Ugh. great. It's like this old schooly, folky Americana type vibe. Um, Especially in the pub where it sounds like a 1913, like, jolly old song. It even sounds like it's, like, recorded that way. Like, it's got, like, the scratchy record yeah. kind of play. Like, the, um, what was it? The the, highway the, the painter, the Geppetto-type guy. He was, like, singing yeah. a song for Wart, and it was just, like, the lover song. Yeah. And it was just, like, oh, this is so old-timey. Like, it even sounds old-timey. Even, like, then they got jazzy old-timey vibes. You got the frog playing the piano and singing the theme. Song. Oh my gosh. Doing some ballads, yeah. You got potatoes and molasses. You got some original songs from Greg. Yeah, I think they might. They, are they all original songs? Just about. Uh, I close. think so, but I can't confirm. Oh, they have that. to be all like. What would Caleb Google it? What would have been a What would have been a song already? Like none of that. All right? of them, Fly actually. me to the moon. Fly me to the moon wasn't in there. Let me sway. Oh, you're right. That was in 13, going on 30. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was an original song to Evangelion. Evangelion Genesis? Wait, no, it was yeah, Squid Neon Game. Genesis Evangelion, to be exact. <laughs> I just listened to a three-hour podcast on Evangelion. You should watch it instead. Apparently, I didn't need to. <laughs> you do. Neon Genesis um, Evangelion. Oh, wait. Just, this just, is Spooktober. What was the spookiest? Can I interrupt and ask sure. a question? Yeah, go for this it. This is Spooktober. I want to know what was the spookiest of spooky moments for you guys. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, I feel like definitely towards the end, when the beast was had trapped Greg, Ooh. and it just felt like hopeless and eerie and... Yeah, there was darkness all around and pretty spooky stuff. Mm. Uh, I said mine already, uh, the old lady in the house. 
um auntie whispers auntie whispers is spook spook yeah i mean it just was like full scale like everybody's like trapped in the house and it was like this like overly large figure as well like everyone's kind of normal sized and then she's like four or five times the size of a normal person it was just and she her dimensions were creepy and her teeth were black and she had this crooked nose and it was just like uh and the stuff she was talking about with like clean up the bones when you're done it was like oh my god this is terrible i hate to be in this house i thought the when lana transforms in that scene and she like comes out that's like that the freaked me freakiest out, yeah. thing what's the aunt's name again auntie auntie whispers auntie whispers, whispers played by tim curry have we talked about that yet for is real? it really yeah for real i thought tim it, curry it didn't sound feminine yeah oh no it definitely wasn't feminine <laughs> i just didn't know it was tim curry um but that was probably that was the spookiest thing. Oh yeah, Steph Curry's dad. Tim but Curry. even the second episode when they're digging their own graves, they find the skeletons. That's when I think when we get our first taste of like, ooh, spooky. And that so that was just kind of like, I that might be one of my favorite ones too. It gave the most Halloween vibes I think because of all the pumpkins. But I like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Digging their too. own graves with the pumpkins and we're like, oh no, I'm gonna turn into a pumpkin head. Skeletons. Skeletons. <laughs> We're all skeletons. On the inside. <gasps> we are all skeletons on the inside. Get out. Muscle and organs. Get out. Don't forget about blood, veins, participles. Wow. Yeah. Who didn't do a uh, Ricky? No, you did. I think everyone did. Yeah, we're doing good on the spooks. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of, I mean, we've talked about how there's a lot of like, like good voice acting in this, in this, um, I didn't know Tim Curry was in it. Um, Eliza Wood. Um, one of the voices, <laughs> one of the voices of uh, Pops from Regular Show was in here, if anyone's seen that show. Um, and there's probably like <laughs> countless others from like Adventure Time and like probably some from like SpongeBob or something. Like this guy, this guy, Nick. Uh, Cage, Nick Cage. Nick <laughs> Cage. Definitely the bad not seeds. his name. <laughs> Nick Cage in the bad seeds. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Definitely I'm, the pumpkin episode. I'm, I'm sorry. Nate Cash. Uh, yeah, he probably pulled a lot of voice acting from all of his uh, cartoon work that he's that he's done over the years. But um, just really, yeah, just really quality um, voice acting stuff. Just yeah, I the like timing it. of everything was really. I like good. it when because a lot of modern movies with voices, Christopher Lloyd, are starting to just do celebrities and. John Cleese. It's interesting. They're not as good as a lot of people who just spe- specialize in voice acting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. all the old Disney stuff, they didn't get like big celebrities to do those voice acting. No. And sometimes you watch these modern movies and you know who the actor is and they don't do a good job and you're just like, they're just phoning it in to try to get a big name to get this movie made. And it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love things like this where Elijah Wood, he isn't that recognizable of a voice though, I don't think. He does like a more childish voice. And he does it really it. well, yeah. Like his Yo Gabba, da- Gabba days. Mm-hmm. Well, the only voice we really, the most popular voice we know Elijah Wood from is he's doing a accent. So I feel like hearing that, you know, from Frodo. Um, so hearing this, we're not. Oh, he's like, Frodo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Big time. Big oh. Time <laughs> That's cool. I only um, knew him from the video game Broken Age. Yeah, I knew him from uh, Green Street Hooligans. As I was saying, that's why it's not very recognizable, I would think, is because if maybe if he was doing his accent, we would be like, oh, 
is that Frodo? But we was like, oh, that's the guy from Wilfred, I think. So, yes. but we need yeah, to, I, we need to normalize not having Wilfred. big name actors <laughs> yeah. do voices just because they're big name actors, unless they're Maya Rudolph because she's great at it. Dude, John well, Cleese I think was it's, a rock star. I this. think it's interesting with the voice actors thing too, because yeah, it's like it's a different craft, and I think most actors here like do normal conventional acting school. And I was actually, I, I figured I was like reading or hearing about this, but they're talking about um, actually in Japan with like anime. They, since anime is so big there, they like have actual, like you go to school for voice acting. Re- and, like, oh. doing, and that's why like, if any of you guys like watch anime at all, like usually the dubs are never as good. Like the English dubs over the actual, like the original voice acting. It's just cause I think there's just a consistency in their like, right. um, industry over there compared to like here we're at we're just gonna like hire some famous yeah. person or whatever and it's like it's fine but and it's like not as good circling right. back to movies we watched recently i recently rewatched the many adventures of winnie the pooh from the 70s which is one of my favorite animated movies ever and those voices are so distinct and so unique mm-hmm. um and you don't yep. just get that it's it's people who know what they're doing oh bother right oh winnie the bother pooh. That's the only one I know. The wonderful thing really about tigers. Tigers are wonderful things. Whoa. Yeah. Rabbit. That's I mean, good, guys. Owl's got a good voice. Piglet. Whoa. Eeyore, I'm sad. Nice. These are really uh, proving why we need voice actors. Because so, Ricky. Do you hear um, me try to do that in failing? It's because I haven't trained. Do you have any other final thoughts? Potatoes or molasses? Potatoes. Molasses? Potatoes and molasses. Oh. You no, know that you, you can't. I can't I, I choose. I, that's not what I asked. Potatoes are more versatile. Uh, you know, I just said you had two strikes earlier, and that was the third one. I'm going to delete this episode. No, you're fired. Get I'll out. De- I'll delete it. Leave. Put your mic down. It's, Caleb, take the mic from him, please. I'm so, I'm scared. Caleb, Caleb take it from him. Mic. Take it out of his hand. He just pushed. Take the mic out of Thank Eric you. Eric okay. Chest. Eric's Eric. angry. Eric's coming <gasps> back at him. All right, everybody poke him on three with like a stick as hard as you can. Stop! I'm the only one poking him. Well, he hasn't said three yet. Oh. One, two, three. Poke, poke, poke. Ow! Oh, no! Oh, God! God! All right, thanks, guys, for joining us. See you next week. See you next week. No, we have. We don't know what we're watching next week. Yeah, what are we I watching? I know what we're watching next week. Oh! Ethan has the pick. What are we watching? Week two. Spooktober. <gasps> what we do in the shadows. Wee! It's a great movie. I've actually never seen. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm going to miss it, but it's a great movie. Uh, Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be? I got some staff meeting stuff. I got to go be. Oh, yeah. so a staff infection? Uh, uh, Caleb crap for being. Like, oh, wait. No, geez. I'll be here. It's on. That's on Tuesday. I'll be here. Okay, cool. You guys cool. gave me crap? Tyka's, <laughs> what we do in the shadows is Tyka's finest moment to date. It's his best, best movie, best directed, best acted. I like Thor. I really like Thor too. I like your mama. <laughs> what is this? Right. I'm I glad we took the mic from spooky, him. Spooky, yeah. spooky. Can't, uh, delete the. Episode. I don't know about you guys, but I'm totally feeling spooked right now. I'm spooked. I'm, should we watch spooked. Halloween Town? Oh, I'm so <laughs> spooked, dude. <laughs>